0: Hello everybody, this is Dietmar Gichnik, Professor for Entrepreneurship at the University of St. Gallen. You are listening to the podcast series Entrepreneurial Living – 7 Steps to Entrepreneurial Happiness – How to Start Your Entrepreneurial Career Podcast number 5 Chapter 4 Second move Applying your means is better than studying The Inventory Check Once I found a nice problem, or problem area, that immediately offers more problems for a topic which needs solving, it is time to plan. Wrong. This natural reflex is not entrepreneurial, because it requires clear goals. How can the goals be clear when I do not know the exact solution to the problem? From her early years, Josephine, Esther, Manser observed her uncle, John Schotts. Pharmacist from Hungary, while he mixed different beauty balms. Later, with a dream of eternal use and by now married as Estee Laude, she achieved her break with the bath oil Use Dew. This mixture of flour and herb extracts was cheaper than normal perfumes and could thus achieve a better effect when applied more thickly. Faithful to her motto, Perfume is like love, a little bit is never enough. She found the key to success with free samples of cosmetics for her customers, a revolutionary marketing idea at the time. Note, the entrepreneur experiments to understand the problem better and to find surprising solutions for more new problems. For example, the direct sale of the Lauder perfume at housewife parties. Trying is better than studying. Am I leaving a safe employment relationship for an unsure future when I experiment with entrepreneur problem solutions? Well, nobody knows. But science helps us. By studying entrepreneurs as masters of uncertainty, it asks, what can we learn from entrepreneurs who seemingly effortlessly deal with great uncertainty? The former entrepreneur and entrepreneurship researcher Sara Sarasvati has gained a groundbreaking insight. She discovered the same pattern of success among successful serial entrepreneurs regarding coping with uncertainty and coined the term effectuation for this. Successful entrepreneurs let themselves be led by their means rather than their goals when solving problems. Compared to goals, which are in an uncertain future, experienced entrepreneurs orientate themselves according to their means, which are available to them in the present. Even though the future remains uncertain, they can fall back on a safe element in their present in the form of the means they currently have and start acting immediately. Master the uncertainty with the help of means orientation. Means orientation is a decisive move of the entrepreneur which enables her to master the uncertainty of the entrepreneur game better than a manager. The manager is a specialist in risk situations for which she can predict the future results of her actions with a particular probability. This way she can set goals or have goals set for her which she can attempt to achieve through a particular use of resources as efficiently and effectively as possible. In established markets, this may work well. But how does a Richard Branson with Virgin Galactic, a Jeff Bezos with Blue Origin, or an Elon Musk with SpaceX act on the goal to become a pioneer of commercial space travel? Can we picture a less stable market? The prototype does not fly flawlessly yet. Spaceship Two of Virgin Galactic crashed during its test flight over the Mojave Desert. Complete technical risk in addition to the complete market risk. What value is promised to the space traveling customer? Will the customer take the offer? Are the celebrities on the waiting list for the maiden voyage of Spaceship 2, among others Richard Branson himself and his whole family, actually going to board the spaceship? And what price are they prepared to pay? Ticket prices are supposedly in six figures. A market, in which neither demand nor supply, let alone price the most important piece of market information, are fixed. The uncertainty, where predictions do not make sense, are the domain of the innovative entrepreneur. It is like cooking, different from the manager who chooses a recipe and procures the necessary ingredients to prepare the dish in the best way possible. The entrepreneur looks at the available ingredients and evaluates his cooking ability in order to imagine several dishes that can be made from what is available. Cooking while following a recipe can be used in later phases to convince an investor who acts according to a plan. At the beginning I should be experimenting with new creations. Let us be fully aware of the radical nature of the means orientation of experienced entrepreneurs. They proclaim the exact opposite of what we learn from many business plan contests and state-sponsored courses for young entrepreneurs. At a business school, aspiring managers learn to develop, sort out business models on durable paper and to prepare impressive PowerPoint presentations excellently educated, they give the impression that the well-thought-out models could work, as long as enough financial means are secured and the necessary steps are taken to realize their business idea. This then rarely happens. The business plan stays in the drawer. They do not start acting because they are trying to settle the horse from its rear. The goal which is projected for far in the future, for example a profit or company value, is calculated back to the present, to then derive the method to arrive at the goal. Success is dependent on so many assumptions and influencing factors which hinder entrepreneurial action with their abundance and complexity. The credo of experienced entrepreneur however is, figure out your personal means inventory of strengths. Okay, it seems obvious that an experienced entrepreneur such as Richard Branson has means which promise sufficient success. But what means do I have as a newcomer who has not previously been active in an entrepreneurial manner? The answer from entrepreneurship research is all the necessary means needed to start immediately. Even Jeff Bezos founded Amazon in the 1990s as a former investment banker, newcomer to the internet, with the help of loans from his parents, maxed out credit cards and supplier credits, the means he had available at the time. Every person has the three categories of means, which also make up the means inventory of experienced entrepreneurs, his own identity, his network, and his abilities. First, the identity, who am I? Describes our values and preferences. What do I like? What do I not like? They consciously or unconsciously direct us as to which problems we should concern ourselves with as entrepreneurs. Only entrepreneurial topics which give identity get our full attention and positive appreciation. This is a deciding factor to begin a solution to an entrepreneurial problem and to follow it across several problem-solution cascades. If you do something you enjoy doing, you will not give up after the first failed attempt and keep tinkering until you find a working solution. Look in the mirror and be aware of your reflection as an important aid for entrepreneurial decisions. Second, the network. Who do I know? captures the additional means, which every entrepreneur has via his contacts. Professional and private contacts are idea providers and often also supporters in the form of advisors and investors. Even though we should be cautious not to rely too much on family, friends and fools, the so-called 3F, they are important advocates and sounding boards for first entrepreneurial steps. Even experienced entrepreneurs use their contacts to get collegial or friendly advice. If your ideas make sense, could you convince people you trust, who are well disposed towards you before you approach the first customer? But you will not let yourself be discouraged if the first feedback is negative and will continue to work on new problem solutions. Often the 3F, once convinced, also become the first investors. These are the fools who are the first to bet on an entrepreneurial idea before other people do so. Next to these close contacts, the sociologist Mark Ranofetter discovered the important meaning of distant contacts for networking. These so-called weak ties promise even more success in entrepreneurship than strong ties because they open access to new information and resources. They give the entrepreneur fresh ideas new contacts and take his or her products and services as multipliers, with their good name added into the word. Third, our competences. What can I do? Complete the triad of meets. What have we learned? Knowledge, abilities and skills are needed here, which we have acquired in our professional and private lives. experiences are more important for entrepreneurial problem solving than pure knowledge, which we have read about in theory or been taught at places of education. Start acting and try it what you have learned in order to let it have its impact. Even if it delusions an entrepreneurship professor as me, the information for evidence-based research that experience has greater influence on entrepreneurial success than pure learning is important. In a broadly laid out meta-analysis, we were able to prove that experience cannot be replaced with anything, no matter how well polished the apprenticeship or entrepreneurship study program at the best business school is. The good news, most people only found a business a couple of years after finishing school or university, after having developed their knowledge into real expertise through practice. Founding something out of a job is therefore the ideal path, which can at the same time take unforeseen detours. After a stopover in business consultancy, Hans Christian Limmer and Dirk Schneider invented the first self-service bakery in Germany without ever having baked any bread rolls or bakery quality themselves. Instead, they were able to use the knowledge of distribution systems they had learned in consulting successfully for bakeries and built it into an award-winning franchise system in Germany. Also, look further than your profile of competences into other branches to which you can apply your knowledge and abilities to solve fascinating problems. To sum up your second move in the entrepreneurial living game, For this, you need the next move, the inventory check. What is your personal, very own means inventory to answer the question, what do I have available as startup capital? Who are you? First make your list of preferences and orientate yourself along the process of moonlighting. What preferences do you have? What are your special interests, tinkering with what problems give you joy? What ideas do you get at night that you would like to work on during the next day? Realize which values are behind those preferences for you to be better able to gauge what you can agree to over time and what you reject. What do you know? Take your list of contacts, your address book, Facebook, LinkedIn or WhatsApp and organize your network according to strong and weak ties. The strong ties are the ones you regularly communicate with and with whom you have a personal connection, which can amount to around 20 people, in order to enable proper maintenance of this close network. Weak ties are the roughly 100 contacts who you know directly, not via another person, but with whom you only have sporadic exchanges. Other, purely social media contacts as a list of people interested in your person do not count. What do you know or what can you do? Create a profile of strengths in your fields of competences. What did you learn at different stages of your education? Explicitly start with your early years of education, including school. Which areas did you specialize in during your apprenticeship or studies? In which areas have you gained particular expertise in the form of applied, experience-based knowledge and practice? What knowledge have you gained from your hobbies or family experiences? How would you like to deepen and expand this know-how coupled with your list of preferences? Equipped with this, your own rich inventory of strengths and means, you have laid a safe foundation for your first entrepreneurial steps as a problem solver. As always, I recommend to you to make notes for your personal entrepreneurial diary. For this, check the website www.entrepreneurial-living.com or buy the book. Check out my personal webpage g-r-i-c-h-n-i-k.com, and register for the podcast series. As always, I will end with a quote. This is by John Mullins, a colleague, management professor, and entrepreneur. Entrepreneurship is a very personal game. Make it your personal game.